Welcome to the Business Made Me Do It podcast, where we cover business, marketing, and overall growth. Today, we have a special, special guest, one of my mentors, David Meltzer. He's the co-founder of Sports One Marketing, international best-selling author and speaker. He also was CEO at Lee Steinberg Sports Agency, which was the inspiration behind the movie Jerry Maguire. Yes, the Jerry Maguire. So he is on a mission to empower 1 billion people. And he mentioned on the podcast, uh, not just 1 billion, it is a minimum of 1 billion. So tune in, like, subscribe the show, um, help, uh, help it kind of share with, with everyone else in the world. The more subscribers we have, the more people it's going to reach and the more, uh, the message kind of ripples into the universe. So sit back, enjoy this short bite-sized episode with David Meltzer. Welcome to the Business Made Me Do It podcast, where we cover marketing, business, and overall growth. Here's your host, Caleb Shore. All right, today we have on the podcast David Meltzer, co-founder of Sports One Marketing, where he is on the mission to empower 1 billion people to be happy, which is an absolute crazy goal, David. Welcome to the show. Ah, thank you. It's actually over a billion. I don't want to limit myself. (laughs) <laughs> I like it. I like it. So just kind of uh, for the couple people that don't know who you are, um, give, you know, a 60-second synopsis of who you are and what you do. You know, I am the co-founder of Sports One Marketing, but the last three years have built my own brand uh, to meet this mission of empowering over a billion people. So I have a podcast called The Playbook. I write books for international bestsellers. I have a TV show called Elevator Pitch and a new one launching called Two Minute Drill, uh, which will be on Bloomberg. I have an executive coaching business. Uh, Everything I do has to have a charitable purpose or cause tied to it always have from the time I ran the most notable sports agency in the world called Lee Steinberg Sports Entertainment. Uh, We made the movie Jerry Maguire based off of that firm and uh, everything that I've done from being uh, the CEO of the first smartphone division of Samsung always has been with the purpose of helping other people. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're up to really big things. Where I kind of found you was through a Gary Vee podcast and then also on the uh, the Mike Studd podcast. That's where I was yeah. like, man, this is a really great guy. Like I need to follow his stuff more. So yeah, really, really appreciate it. I was talking to uh, your sister earlier. So you were born in the same hospital as LeBron and Steph. That's awesome. Yeah, isn't that cool? I always thought I'd end up the commissioner of basketball. Obviously, I wasn't going to end up in the NBA, but I thought there's something special about Akron, Ohio and that hospital that uh, LeBron and Steph and I were born in. (laughs) I was telling him, I should have put on my uh, LeBron jersey. I'm sure you would appreciate that. (laughs) So... Um, yeah, let's, let's dive into it. Um, so free training every Friday, just so everybody know, kind of get, give us a synopsis on what you've been doing with, with that. Um, what's your kind of mission behind that and, uh, kind of where people can find out more about what you're up to. Sure. So I've been training people for 20 years for free. Uh, originally it was sales training cause that's what I was really good at. And over the last 14 years, it's evolved in empowerment training, empowerment of empowering others to be happy. We talk about that audacious goal of over a billion people to be happy. Well, what I'm really doing, Caleb, is looking for a thousand people like you that will come to my free training, continually come and learn so that you can teach others via your podcast and your platform to be happy and teach them to teach people because a thousand times a thousand is a million, a million times a thousand, a billion. So as much as a billion sounds big and that collective consciousness and power of changing the world seems unbelievably big, 
it's really just one person at a time teaching them core values like gratitude and forgiveness and accountability and how to be inspired, how to practice ending fear, how to utilize time in the correct manner. As you know, I'm very pragmatic as well as spiritual. So I aggregate as well as my journey is always aggregated. One, the currency of money, which is very important to me. I believe that money cannot buy happiness, but it allows you to shop. And if you shop for the right things, you'll be happy. And if you shop for things you don't need and you shop for things to impress other people, you'll be unhappy. I've lived both lives. Uh, but that currency of money is just an object that you put in, an object of energy that you put into the flow to get what you want. But so is faith. And so I blend faith, the objects of energy that you put into the flow that you get what you want. And if you can blend faith with the currency of money, you can make more money, help more people and be more happy. Yeah. And it seems like your mission is to really help people. And I know a lot of people say that, but you're really living it. What, what kind of changed your perspective with strictly being money focused and focusing on that only, and then kind of moving into a faith perspective and helping people? You know, what's so interesting is I always wanted to help people, but I wanted to be rich to help my mom. <laughs> when I was five, my mom worked two jobs, packed my dinner in a paper bag and I just wanted to buy her a house and a car. I lived in a two bedroom apartment with six kids and my mom and you know, money seemed to buy happiness for other people. I lived in a world of not enough. I was a victim. You know, there wasn't enough for me or anyone else. Food, clothes, things broke down. Only time I wasn't happy was financial uh, for stress. Then I became a millionaire nine months out of law school and it just reaffirmed money buys happiness and love. I uh, bought my mom that house in a car. I was her favorite child in my mind. I married my dream girl who hated me in the fourth grade because I had money. Every I made multi-millions of dollars, you know, in the middleware space in the uh, Silicon Valley and then becoming CEO of the first smartphone and then CEO of Lee Steinberg. Everything went my way. And what happened was when I realized that this philanthropic idea of the more that I give, the more I receive actually was the wrong paradigm. Uh, that was living in a world of just enough. It was a limited, scarce world where there was just enough for me and everything was a trade and negotiation. I could only get by giving. And so for me, uh, awakening up from that world of just enough, uh, I lost everything I had. My wife kind of put an ultimatum even two years before I lost everything that I better take stock in who I was and shift the paradigm of value. So I learned through losing all that money and also from lessons from my mom, my wife, my dad, that money doesn't buy happiness. Like I said, it just allows you to shop, but I had to learn how to shop for the right things. I had to learn that I now just focus in on receiving. Uh, and the more I receive, the more I can give. And it's a whole different energy than the more I, you know, to give to receive. I receive so I can give. And it's a flow that runs from this incredible source of abundance through me with appreciation, gratitude, and my ability to add value to it and my connectivity to everything else that I'm connected to, everyone else that I'm connected to. That's why those values I talk about, gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, and inspiration in spirit flowing through me is so important. And do you think you would be in the same spot where you're at now if you weren't so money dedicated in the beginning? No, I don't. You know, I think that's a large part. I know you said you uh, were introduced to me through Gary Vee and Mike Studd. You know, both of those guys also carry the same energy that I do. They're completely abundant individuals, but also understand the currency of money that we live here at this vibration where the currency of money is something, the object of energy that allows us to get what we want. But you need, as those gentlemen and myself have learned, to blend that with the other 
currency, faith. And so I think you do need both in this world or realm, and I did at least. The thing I could have done without is the perspective uh, of money, and if I could have learned earlier uh, of how money works, I would have much more money, I'd be able to help even more people already, and I would be even happier than I am today. Yeah, because I'm I'm very you know very early on in kind of the journey. Um, just started a business two years ago full time, and I, I fall into that trap of like, oh, money, money, money. Like you know, what's the invoice? What's the revenue? Like focusing on that versus like in the back of my mind, and you know, everybody that I follow, like you and Gary and and Mike and some some other people that are very influential and appear to be on the right track, one hundred percent. It's that's one thing I struggle with. It's like focusing on the right things and then not the actual monetary value because the money, the money will come. And I, I truly believe that, but it's like the business mind behind me. It's like, okay, I also need to make money to kind of fund this thing. Right. How did you kind of make that shift between like money and faith down the road? Yeah, it's a, a blend. And what I do is five different things, five steps. And let me just run through them for everyone because they're very powerful. One is I started taking inventory of my values every day and I stopped being afraid of being a hypocrite, meaning I took on a perspective that I don't know what I don't know and that's okay. And I'm, and I'm allowed because I'm expanding and growing and accelerating to change my mind. And so in order to kind of look at that, I had to take inventory of number one, my personal values every day, two, my experiential values, three, my giving values and four, my receiving. Then after I took inventory of my values every day, I learned to ask, you know, very simple concept, but most people have no problem asking how they can be of service. But the more critical question is, do you know anyone that can help me? Most people are afraid to ask for help. And that's how I lost all my money. I never asked for anybody to help. The third one is a pragmatic tool uh, to blend faith with the pragmatic world. And that's just studying your calendar, paying attention to, giving intention to the coincidences that we want from what we have planned what we don't have planned in the sleep in our calendar. And we do that through a lens of productivity, how much value we're gonna provide according to our values, accessibility, how accessible are we to others and how are we receiving, accessing what we want. And then finally, the most important lens for life is the lens of gratitude. So I look at everything uh, with a lens of finding the light, the love and the lessons in everything I do, even the suck. And then four, do it now. 100% of the things you do now get done things that separate successful people and unsuccessful people, successful people get things done. So do it now. If you don't do it now, put in your calendar for tomorrow to be a student of. And then finally, practice ending fear. You have to be a ferocious Buddha. You have to, number one, identify the need to be right, offended, separate, inferior, superior, guilty, anxious, frustrated, angry, whatever you're guilty or those conscious competencies that create all kinds of interference to what you want. You got to identify it. You got to stop when you're accelerating in the wrong direction, breathe like a Buddha and get to center and then roll in the right trajectory. So if you do those five things, you will effectuate everything in the blend of the currency of money with the currency of faith. Wow. So for everybody that just heard that, rewind a minute, take notes. That, that, was, that was super powerful. I've never heard it exactly like that. Um, so a question for you. Um, so I, I'm in the advertising industry marketing, um, and I like to be able to track everything that I do. It's like, okay, if you put this in, this is what you get out from an ROI perspective marketing. How do you track, 
how many people you've helped. So it sounds like your number one goal right now is powering up to and not uh, capping it at 1 billion people. Can you track that? And if so, how? Yeah, so for me, I don't track how many because I'm planting seeds under trees that I'll never sit under. I didn't know what impact I've had on your life and there's thousands of people like you, uh, but I just take one quantitative uh, look and that's the ask. Uh, every day I look to see in my set box how many people I've asked, you know, anyone that can help me in my set box for emails. I look on my phone to see how many people I've asked. I look on in person how many people I've asked. And of course, all the content, radio, print, TV, and social media, I quantify how many asks I'm making. And through those asks, I know the more people I can reach to ask, the more people will be empowered to empower others, to empower others and make my mission accomplishable, not only make it a probability, but make it the reality that I know it will be someday. Nice. Great, great answer. Um, how do you provide the most amount of value? So you're, you're producing a ton of content. I'm sure you have a, you know, a team around you that helps you, but how do you as, as one person provide the most amount of value? Well, through the capture, modify, amplify, and perpetuate strategy. So I try to capture as much as I can, right? As efficiently, effectively, and statistically successful that will empower people. So I want to capture in person, on the phone, via email and media stuff that I'm doing. And I want to modify it so that it's applicable or aligned with the different platforms that it can be distributed on. And then finally, I also, from the modification, want to amplify it correctly. So pay the sponsorship dollars, the advertising dollars, the marketing dollars, and also the effort that I put in with productivity, accessibility, and gratitude to be efficient, effective, and statistically successful in the amplification. And then I also, I'm very, one of the few, and I think it's because I'm uh, more experienced, which uh, just means for all young people, I'm one of the older guys on the internet uh, <laughs> that does this. You look great. Uh, <laughs> thanks. But I, I do have a perpetual strategy. I think I have a better perspective on what I'm doing today, how it's going to impact people 20 years from now than obviously a 20 year old, right? Because I've lived through it and I know, and I've seen my mentors. I see how important, you know, Carnegie is, Napoleon Hill is, Wayne Dyer is, all of these people, and Bob Proctor, you know, 85 years old. I, you know, I can imagine when he was 65 and I saw him 20 years ago and he impacted my life, I never could imagine how much he impacts my life today when he's 85 years old because I understand perpetual strategy. Yeah, and just keeping that content evergreen, essentially. You know, making Not it applicable. Yeah, consistent, evergreen, making it applicable to anyone uh, in any situation. So... The Lee Steinberg, I want to dive, you know, just a couple minutes into that, um, that you guys were the inspiration behind Jerry Maguire movie. Did you know that it was going to be such a big success going through the process? So I came in at the end of the process, so I would have no idea. But what I've learned is that Jerry Maguire, the reason it's so successful is it's a love story, right? And what the real lesson that I learned from the movie Jerry Maguire and working with Lee Steinberg is that most people have the perception of sports as an industry. It's not. Sports is a backdrop. And what's really important is to develop your skills, develop your knowledge of what you know and who you know, and enhance your desire to be the best that you can be, to pursue your potential, to enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of that potential, to understand that in the backdrop of sports or 
uh, you know, any other area that may interest you is so important. And Jerry Maguire used sports as a backdrop the same way that I use sports as a backdrop to my business to empower over a billion people by bringing celebrities, athletes, entertainers to the greatest sporting events in the world, the greatest companies in the world, and the greatest charities in the world in order to effectuate as I said, making a ton of money to help a ton of people and have a ton of fun. So Jerry Maguire is significant in my life for that lesson that sports is a backdrop and it's one of the best love stories you'll ever see. And the writing's incredible. There's probably more one-liners remembered from Jerry Maguire than <laughs> any other movie in history. More people know one-liners. Yep, yep. Uh, and kind of to piggyback off that, um, great great movie, that, that's, that's cool. Um, for, for new business owner, how do you create the most amount of content with the least amount of like a team effort behind you? Yeah. So one, get an iPhone, right? Or <laughs> like when people don't think about it, you got to have the right equipment and there's so much power in today's convergence devices, today's smartphones, uh, making sure that the camera and the audio equipment is correct. Because if you have the mobility, portability and power of a handheld like that, you're able to capture everything that you do during the day, whether you have a tripod or not, that could help. But more importantly, what you want to do is figure out how can I capture as much of my day as possible, then figure out the best system, whether it's Premiere or outsourcing to India or somewhere else, the modification, the editing of that in order for it to align with the amplification that you want to have on all the different platforms and then have a perpetual strategy, which I believe is segmentation, meaning that, you know, when Gary Vee started mentoring me, I helped him with the sports agency. He helped me with my digital brand. When he started mentoring me, I told him in year one, I want two ambassadors. He's like, what are you talking about? Two ambassadors. I'm like, yeah, I want two people that are going to love my stuff so much. They're going to tell two more people every year of their lives to love my stuff. And if that happens in 20 segments or 20 years, in this case, I'd be 70 years old, there'd be 2 million people impacting 2 million people. And the next year, there'd be 4 million people impacting 4 million. By the time I'm 85, I'm one of the most popular men in the world uh, by the time I'm Bob Proctor's age. Simply focusing in on two people at a time, just like Noah Noah's Ark, two people at a time, getting two more people. And if you, if say, let's, let's take it back. You're 20 years old right now. You're just starting out. Um, how would you create the most amount of value knowing everything that you know now? You have the iPhone check. You don't have a team or anything. Um, would, would it be to hire, you know, an editor or like, talk me through that. Yeah. So for me, whether I'm 22, 32, 42 or 52 as I am today, I would teach the ask do you know anyone that could help me? So I would find people that sit in the situation. If I'm 20, especially, I find someone that sit in the situation that I want to be in, in each of those different components that I need and simply say, do you know someone that can help me? And then offer whatever value service or whatever I had in order to exchange or to provide value to that person. But there's so many people out there that are willing to help to make the investment in you, to help accelerate you. Remember, the easiest way to get what we want is number one, to know what we want. Two, find someone that has what we want. And then three, ask them to give it to us or teach us how to get it. Very powerful answer. Um, all right, so wrapping it up, uh, we're gonna get in the rapid fire round real quick. Um, where can people go to find the training? every Friday for you? You know, the easiest two places are, well, of course, dmelzer.com, but david at dmelzer.com. Just email me to join uh, or text me to join 
298-298-2905. And I give exercises for free, homework for free, guides for free, and my book for free. David at dmelzer.com, 949-298-2905. Awesome. And I'm on the text message chain as well. So it's, it's great content. I really yeah, appreciate it. I get you it. early morning, Caleb. I get you early morning. <laughs> I see you there. <laughs> All right. Rapid fire round and we'll, we'll wrap this thing up. What is one thing not many people know about you, David? I'm a crybaby. They, they may know that if they watch me on stages, but I just am emotionally connected to people. I will sit and watch, you know, old TV shows and my wife's like, what's the matter? I'm like, this is so <laughs> sad. <laughs> so I cry really easy. If you had an additional $100,000 right now, where would you spend it in your business? I'd give it to uh, Unstoppable Foundation for sure. They're having some struggles in Africa. Uh, I don't want to lose all the hard work to provide water, schools, safety, education, all the things that we've worked over 10 years to provide to thousands and thousands of people. So I'd give it to them. Nice. What is one thing you're excited about right now? My kids. I'm super excited the way that they're responding and reacting to this incredible change. And I just, uh, super proud. What is something I didn't ask you, but should have? Uh, how did I lose all that money? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go into that? Yeah. So I lost it because I didn't ask for help. I wasn't radically humble and a great lesson of shifting the paradigm of value in my life to understand money didn't buy happiness, but allows you to shop. And so when I started shopping for the right things, not the things I didn't need, not to impress people I didn't like, but when I started shopping for things that changed the world, my life changed as well. Nice. So the podcast is called Business Made Me Do It. What is one crazy thing businesses made you do, David? Buy dumb shit. <laughs> I have wasted more money thinking it was going to help my business. I bought more tickets to games and dinners and limos and private jets. And I have wasted more money that I could have given to charity than any other human probably here. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite app on your phone no one's heard about? Rev. Uh, Rev transcribes uh, either automatic AI or they actually have people type it up. But uh, I write all my books. I, I transcode every video I do. So it's in, in word form as well. Uh, so Rev, R-E-V. Nice. Uh, who should I interview next? Um, Carlos Reyes. Carlos Reyes. Yeah. All right. Great David, that is it. Be perfect. What was that? All right, Caleb. I said he's a great entrepreneur for you. Remember, come to my free trainings. Join me, David at dmelter.com. Caleb, I will catch you early in the morning on my text, 949-298-2905. Any way I can be of service. Last piece of advice for everyone, be kind to your future self. Do good <laughs> deeds. Thanks so much, Caleb. Awesome. Thanks, David. I'll see you soon. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That was David Meltzer. Uh, most people know him as the um, CEO of the Lee Steinberg Sports Agency. That was the inspiration behind Jerry Maguire. Great movie. I'm sure everyone has has seen it or at least heard about it. Huge success. Uh, he's also an international best-selling author and speaker. So yeah, go check out his free training every Friday, 11 a.m. Pacific, uh, Pacific time. And uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed that one. And uh, don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. Thanks. Thank you.